I don't want them to do something. I just want Bobby to be prepared for this. We're good. I'm sure Bobby's prepared for this. Big All time. Right. We think we're here. Uh, last time, literally the whole of Toronto uh, was letting us have it on this thread, and I'm sure they'll be back, and that's fine. We welcome it. But there's three things we knew uh, after last game. Uh, shooting wasn't all that important. Um, uh, Rob Williams was the key to the Celtics winning game five. Uh, and th- no matter what, there would be an- there would not be another blowout in this series. These were established facts. Oh. Established fact after game four, okay? This is the consensus. Expert opinion told us all of these things were yep. true, okay? So, Bobby, you got to go first last game. You got to get. You get to go first this game. Prime Minister, Bobby. Prime Minister, Prime Minister Manning. You have to get home for this one. You know, Jimmy, do you know Jimmy had an alter ego when we worked at NBC together um, called Jimmy Canada? I did. I, I, we, I bequeathed that onto you. Onto you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh no, Bobby! Oh, oh, I thought it was just me. I thought I didn't. I, I couldn't hear him. He doesn't, hear him? Bobby. Just you gotta like get that. out and back in. We're gonna do this without you. Know Jimmy, can you hear him? Can't hear him, but it, I'm glad. No, it been we'll get him back B, in. More BS coming from Bobby's mouth after what was an absolute. You should Murder. see Bobby's Twitter. It's all friggin' Maple Leafs right now. <laughs> you know what? Just, we love you, Bobby. You're the only voice of reason. You know. Let's see voice of reason if he if he can talk. Hey, so I was I was wrong about the no blowouts. That's clear. You got yeah. me. Get him. I don't <laughs> Everybody but Jimmy's got him. So Jimmy's got to go. Right. And come back. Jimmy doesn't anyway. want to hear me. Jimmy doesn't want to hear me yeah. anyway. But I was wrong. About- Man, disaster, Jimmy. It's Jimmy's triggering all the bad stuff here. Yeah, this never happens. We yeah. always get three. Jimmy, you kicked Bobby out. Audio, we're having terrible te- difficulties here. We, we were fine right before. We I were fine here. right before. I don't know what happened. No, Jimmy. Bobby's got to go. I, I don't know. We, we're going to oh, keep playing. This Wait, you talk. Well, let's figure it out. Why doesn't Joe Sway start? Since go, everyone go. Can hear him. Just All right, let's do it. So they challenged the Celtics to shoot. I feel I feel like we, we saw that last game. We saw that right out of the gate. The Celtics took four three-pointers in a row, and it looked like they weren't worried from there. You know, you saw the, a couple of them go down, and you saw Toronto Raptors just on their heels. The Celtics, again, transition defense. Yeah. Man, the Raptors couldn't get a bucket. Just when they thought they were going to get a layup, the Celtics made it work for every single one. And what do they do? They start chucking away because that's what the Raptors do. That's sort of how they – win or how they get out of those kind of situations, but it wasn't enough tonight. All yeah. Boston wasn't yeah. enough. That was tough. I'm afraid to ask one of you guys to speak. Jimmy? Yeah, I can hear I can hear him. All yes. Right. We did Everybody's it. Right. Right. We did a thing. Bobby go. All right. No more bullets wrong. Uh, okay. The Raptors were an absolute disgrace in this one. They oh, didn't show up early. They didn't muster any life late. No they adjustments. Your press clippings is what they were doing. Yeah. They got they got high <laughs> off of your stuff. I don't know what happened here. Like everybody on the team just laid a complete egg in this game. The Celtics took. Oh man, I think it's those Bobby, headsets, man. It's your headset it's, it's, or your it's, mic, it's, Bobby. You're just. I flipping think it's your headsets. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I gotta get ready. Oh, it's, 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 it's his audio. It's his audio. He's having problems. Problem. It was a rough game all around. Look, all right. Let's let's go down the line here. We'll start with obviously from the Celtics' point of view, the thing that you had to see. Uh, you know, that you really wanted to see uh, was Jalen, uh, you know, right out of the gate. And um, he he missed his first two threes, and then he missed a, then he missed a little pull-up in the no, lane. He hit, his, he hit his first three of the game. 
Okay. No. The very first one, yeah. And then oh, he missed yeah. three in a row. Missed, and then he missed a little pull up in the lane yeah. and I was like and then he got confused once on defense and I texted you guys like, uh oh. You know, like he looked like he was kind of thinking, and that's yeah. a bad Jalen, you know? Like what we saw two days ago. Yeah, and, and it was really worrisome for a little bit there. And then he just got he got aggressive, you know, and he and yeah. That was it. You, Jimmy, you kept texting, like, attack, attack, attack. Uh, makes a huge difference. And, again, the Celtics, the threes weren't going down early, not not, not, not at a great clip. They still started kind of cold. But, again, 20 points in the paint early. They were really bringing it, and they, were, they, they, they got aggressive. Obviously, the defense, they clamped down the whole game. But, offensively, they didn't just rely on just chucking, chucking, chucking. They, they went at them. Right, and this is, this is kind of what I said after game four. I was like, Jalen Brown's not, to me, the type of – player shooter that I don't want to really want to watch him shoot his way out of a shooting slump you gotta you gotta get your points in other ways and actually before the game the guys on TNT pretty much said the same thing get to the line drive to the rim um so it was good to see them do that a little bit more in game five tonight and listen John we we talked about you know the Celtics just missed more shots you know in game four well we have to talk about how freaking cold the Raptors were in this game and I, yeah. and I do want to give the Celtics credit because I do think they were playing tough defense but I also listen we we said the we you know you know, we said the Celtics just missed shots. We have to say the Raptors, they, I mean, they were missing shot after shot in that first quarter, historically bad quarter. And the Celtics, again, they didn't play a great first quarter. We said it, they should have been up 20 plus. Oh, yeah. I mean, Toronto's as cold. That's as, that's as bad an offensive start as you could see. Right. I have actually, if you're a Celtics fan there, you had to be a little worried in that first quarter because it looked like Toronto just played the worst quarter humanly possible that they could exactly. ever string together. And uh, the Celtics didn't distance as much as you would have hoped they did by the end of the quarter but for a while there it was like six seven and Boston wasn't hitting shots and they were giving away possessions and it did there was definitely like a, a spot there where you're like they're gonna they're, they're gonna muck this so Toronto's given them an opportunity to go ahead and then Toronto never got it right it was 25 11 you know mm-hmm. and then after that it just took off from there that second quarter was unbelievable you know, 37-24, they blew their doors off, and that was it. I mean, you know, uh, you know, the Celtics, were, that, was, that was it. I mean, there was – the second half, I, I mean, it felt like nobody – When the fourth quarter meant nothing. Um, nothing. The difference in game five, I thought, for the Celtics was their defense led to offense, right? I mean, they were getting out in the breaks. They were scoring in position. They, at one point, I think it was 13-0 in um, fast break points. Somehow the Raptors ended up scoring, the like, the next 18 fast break points, so that stats kind of look skewed at the end. But, again – you're talking about the second half by that point. So really, do those numbers even matter? I mean, if you want to really break down the numbers, look at the first half and the differences on those two sides. And it just looked like while in game four, we talked about how the Celtics just didn't seem to want it. And the players even said that after the game, it looked like the Raptors wanted it more. And tonight, it was complete opposite. I mean, the way Kemba Walker came out, I thought he was, you know, a man on a mission tonight, leading the charge. Um, Jalen Brown was, you know, he stayed shooting, man. I mean, he's still, you know, he's not going to shy away. That's one thing we know about Jalen Brown, I guess, is that He's not going to second guess himself. He's not going to lose his confidence, good or bad. And then I thought Jason Tatum, although he was extremely quiet to start in that first quarter, had a couple of nice plays late in that first quarter, kind of get him going a little bit and, and set the tone a little bit. But those He's, those guys sort of got him going. Tatum still didn't. I mean, you know, no, he didn't take. Oh, not not Tatum, any means. And and, and didn't a, mention him. Didn't Tatum mention didn't have a good game. No, no, he didn't. But he didn't really. But you had really a have to. You had a balanced game. Yeah, you had a balance. Yeah, he didn't didn't have to, and and which makes me think about the next game. Like, game six, Tatum could go off. Tatum could – this could be enough to to send uh, Toronto Raptors home packing. But, yeah, I think, you know, to Jimmy's point, I think the defense was the difference in that first quarter. You know, he has like seven points, six-point lead, 
but the defense was was more than enough to keep the Celtics in that in that spot. And then it triggered their offense. You saw guys being more aggressive and going to the rim. There was no one being really aggressive from the Toronto Raptors. Kyle Lowry, of course, here and there, but you didn't see anyone well, sort of try to take uh, the initiative. Let's check. Let's let's talk about Kyle Lowry. Okay, ten points, eight field goals. I don't know where he went today. Okay, uh, three <laughs> Bobby turnovers. Boy. Three turnovers, minus twenty three in thirty four minutes. Is it's this like, your? Is this your king? <laughs> is this your king? This is the guy streaming comments last game. Kyle Lowry oh, is a champion. God. Eight shots. I mean, where was <laughs> Kyle Lowry today, people? Oh, oh my goodness, Jimmy, answer for your boy. Kyle Lowry was. I, I mean, no, no, Bobby, 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 answer. Oh, jeez, Bobby. Take the headset off. Try something different. It's not working. No Gotta try something else. I think it's the headset on the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is the headset. I'll it say this. Kyle Lowry, no show. I mean, this look, and this is the Raptors guy, right? This is their this is their leader. This is their guy who's been there, done that from the start. Um, they've got his back as they should. But listen, I mean, you want to give Kyle Lowry the praise when when he deserves it. You gotta give him the uh you gotta you gotta hate on him when he when he deserves that too. And it's not just Kyle Lowry. I tweeted this out too. Is there any more disappointing player than Pascal Siakam? Pascal yeah. Siakam. Yeah, I mean, talk about – Holy, I mean, wow. The Celtics, the Celtics turned Siakam back into a G League player. He needs to go back to the G League based on what I'm seeing. I mean, this guy – I mean, I, I haven't seen – I apparently haven't seen enough of him to, to see what all the hype's all about. But, I mean, five fouls. He, he picked up foul. He's been in foul show, I think, three to the five games. I mean, does he even want to play? Again, five of nine, another one. 0 for two, three, three pointers, minus 25 in 29 minutes. Uh, I mean, just. I mean, you're supposed an to be an absolute superstar. no show. An absolute. Didn't even show up to the gym uh, for no. these, these, these two. <laughs> he guys. didn't do one thing. I can't remember one Nothing. good thing he did in this game. Nothing. And what's amazing was last game, again, the shot was off, but he took it to Jalen. He did. He yep. was scoring down low. He was. And there really- he oh. he was he really gritted out some some buckets and and played a tough game last game, uh, you know. But this was again uh, for for your superstars. I mean, and Van Vliet had another shit shooting night. So it's another yeah. one around the board, you know, where it's just kind of like you've got to get these. If you're Toronto, you don't have enough firepower to get right. six to fourteen from Van Vliet. Uh, you know, Minus I mean, again, OG was ice cold. All everyone was ice cold, but. If it, Siakam and Lowry have to be more aggressive on offense if you're going to get going again, Gasol did it again. Another 0 for four. I mean, he is he was useless tonight. Right, but John, it goes back to Kyle Lowry again, right? Like Siakam's not going to take matters into his own hands, and I think Brad Stevens did a great yeah. job of identifying. Look, you cut the head of the snake, which is the Raptors' offense. It all goes through Kyle Lowry. It does. You pull Lowry down, and no one else is going to get into you know momentum or, or rhythm. Sink or swim. Even last game where we were, you know, we were giving him a little crap because he didn't have a great shooting game and he turned the ball over a ton. But you're right; it's a different feel when he's being aggressive. Things are running through him. Obviously, he had the huge 31 point game, the one before uh, where they won, you know, the game three uh, shocker. Um, and uh, is Bobby mad at us? Is he gonna try to come back? <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. Like, where's he you at? Know, if you're Bobby, you don't want to come back to this show, man. I after, want him back. Yeah, Canada needs him. After what? And look, look, look at Canada. Look at your leader, Bobby, right now. Just completely go, leaving you high and dry after a I know. poor effort defected. from the Raptors. Bobby's defected. <laughs> you know he's not welcome back in the states. He's expatriated. He's gone, Canada. You want Bobby forever. <laughs> we made fun of his headsets, man. We shouldn't have said uh, it. Joe Sway, go get Greeny over here. 
<laughs> I, just, I, I hit him up right, right now. Hit him up. Hit him up. Really, one really, guy really, right now. It's green. That'll really piss Raptors fans off if we get Greeny on the show. Yeah. But oh, um, listen, and the thing that speaking of Raptors fans, the thing that they keep they kept they kept saying after games three and games four is that because we kept saying John, well the Celtics best is better than the Raptors best, and they kept saying you haven't even seen anything close to the Raptors best. They're not playing anywhere near what they need to be. Well, now's the time to start maybe playing near your best. I mean, through five games, we haven't seen apparently we haven't seen anything close to what the Raptors can do. I don't know what they're waiting for. I, I'm starting to think that they don't have it left in them in this season. I just I don't know what they have left. I look. I again, what I'm not sure of is uh, you know, this is a team that during the regular season you know averaged closer to like 112, 113 you know points yep. per game, and they're. Cracking a hundred is like you know cause for celebration for these guys. And again, you're going. You we get it. These are two top five defenses. It's going to be lower scoring. I mean, right now, right. what was what was the final one eleven today? I mean, the, Celtics, the two high the two high water marks are one twelve and one eleven. So right. that's it's hard to it's it's hard to get there. But it, have you seen a game again? If you were from another planet, this is the first basketball. You, this is the first series of basketball you've ever watched. Would you come away from it thinking like this was a really, really good team that's yet to play its best game? They're just they haven't done anything impressive yet. Like if there is that right. thirty-five and five Raptors team, the team that dominated the bubble outside of the Celtics, and they did, they did this to other teams. They just haven't shown up yet, or they're not having a tough time showing up against the Celtics for whatever reason. Like it doesn't. You don't see it. It doesn't pass the eye test right now. Again, it's whether the Celtics are the bad matchup for them or they've just had a real tough series. I, I can't figure out which one it is. I think it. this is the other thing that we've said is that the Celtics starters, you know, you want, you want to talk about Celtics starters are more talented than the Raptors starters. And, and you can just look at the box score time. I mean, the Celtics production-wise, I mean, their starters were absolutely on. Sure, the Raptors have a, have a more have more depth and, and, and they, they've got more size and they've got – more, I would say, a deeper rotation of role players that can sort of come through. But when it's strictly based on talent, and I said it before, and I, I know some people in the comments disagree, but I think based on talent, the Celtics have the edge. And I think we saw that. And when, when they're on or when a few of their guys are on, they can outlast the Raptors. Right. And again, was, was, all of it, was all of it on the Celtics' defense tonight? No, I think the Raptors missed some uncharacteristic outside shots that normally they should be able to hit. But I got to give the Celtics credit for the defense they played in that first half. Tice smart i thought set the tone and you're always going to get good effort out of smart anyways but i thought those two guys really were like yeah. the glue guys tonight and that was the difference Josue, talk about tice we were talking about him before like you know and there was again we gave him a little crap at the beginning of the uh post game but mm -hmm. the entire world was certain this was this was brad brad's grievous error and the thing that might doom him this series was his reluctance to go to rob williams at at some point, we got to figure out that possibly coaches know more than we know when it comes to this job. <laughs> Unless it's Nick Nurse. If he's not playing Rob Williams, there's probably a reason he's not playing Rob Williams, okay? Yeah, uh, and, so, uh, and so Tice, Tice had himself a terrific game. Yeah, you know, and, and I, I thought it was interesting how but before uh, the game started, I was watching Celtics pregame, and uh, Kendrick Perkins said that he thought that that was the most important matchup, that the center position, he, the way he worded it was, whoever, whichever team wins the, the, the big man matchup is going to win this one. And I was like, you look at it that way, then I love the Celtics' chances because of Daniel Tice, because of what he does on both ends. My only concern was, 
do not get too fed up with the referees. And he almost did. I thought at one point someone's going to have to grab him. But luckily, the Suns are up by 20, so he, he was able to cool off. But, yeah, no question. It's not only because of what he does on defense, but offensively, he's just a problem for the Toronto Raptors. He's a problem whether he's out in the perimeter. Uh, he's constantly down low. You see him, the main beneficiary. Right. Hey, if if uh, OG doesn't hit that incredible shot, everyone is talking about what a play from Tice. You know, well, what a pass from Kemba Walker. Right. Now, right. Man. Yeah. But what a finish from Tice to not only have the hands to grab that pass, but to bring it up as quick, you know, quick enough as he did. You left 0.5 on there, but still, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everyone will be talking about Tice a lot more. And, and you're talking about Tice getting frustrated. Kyle Lowry's greatest contribution to that game was that baseline flop where he hooked Tice. And, <laughs> yeah. Tice and then he's, he lost it. Then you see the replay and you're like, oh, okay. Right there, like, okay, why? But it was like Lowry's freaking falling out of bounds. He hooks Tice. He falls backwards. And then, of course, he gets the call because, again, Tice we'll is good you, for one of those a game. We'll give you credit, right? Lowry is. We've seen Marcus Smart for all these years. Lowry's on that level. He's elite at getting those calls. You know. Oh, what happened to Bobby? We heard him and he died. <laughs> this guy, man. Anyway, it's not a coincidence that he's having technical difficulties. After I didn't even know he came back until he said something. I didn't yeah, see. Him. <laughs> I got a text him that you were just there. We'll figure oh, it out, God. possibly. What? Live. This is live, folks. <laughs> Nothing you could do. Live from, live from home, back. by the way. This is it. I'm going to lose it. I'm going to lose it. This is a connection issue. So oh, there you go. You got me? I can hear. Yeah. I can hear you. Yes. All right. Let's do this. Don't move. Okay? Right. Say, everything, yours, say everything you want to say. None of yeah, us me, talk for five starting minutes. Starting with go. an apology. Let me dump all of this. Starting with an apology, and then no, I No, would... there's no apology. <laughs> I said Raptors in seven, and I still see this going seven. And this is the classic example of a game that we just talked about with game four for the Celtics. It was a worst case scenario. They played terrible. And then you just throw it out and go on to the next one. But you this do was- see, Bobby, I will say that, and I'll let you keep going. But this is goes to mine and Jimmy's point we've been making the whole season. The worst case scenario for the Raptors results in a blowout loss. Yep. The worst case scenario in the Celtics is a gritted out, still down the stretch, have a shot at winning. That's kind of the difference. Yeah, the Raptors are the better better team when they can pull this to the middle because their floor is pretty low and the Celtics ceiling is higher. And yep. I've said this all along. The Celtics are the better team here. They have more talent. They have more shot making as we saw today. But when the Celtics haven't taken them seriously, when they've played this game tighter, when they haven't you know, been able to adjust to the Raptors' defense, which I thought they did in an excellent way in this one, they, they've played tight games that they haven't been executed down the stretch. They still didn't have to close a game here. And if there's another tight game in, se- in uh, game six, I think that's something that they're going to have to overcome there too. Uh, those pivotal closing minutes of this game. I barely watched the second half. I mean, this was a joke after the second quarter. And again, th- that's not you can't resolve the Raptors of anything out of that. They didn't show up to what very well could be the most important game of their season. I thought Nick Nurse was horrendous. Way too focused on the officiating rather than the game again. at hand. Yep, and that's been something he's done, and I don't think he's gained a lot from it. So you gotta. Well, I, think he did. I think he did that uh, the fourteen free throw game uh, when he when he made when he when he talked about Tatum's fourteen free throws. Tatum got to the line combined like ten times the next two games. The last two games, yeah. yeah. Well, Tatum's been playing <laughs> a little. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. 
So Tatum is someone I'm worried about if we're looking ahead to game six a little bit here because he goes five or 15 in this one. You saw him injure his wrist or at Good least Bobby looking ahead already. heard it. Well, I mean, this game was a joke. The Raptors, <laughs> did we get, all right. So before we look ahead, did we gain much from the Celtics out of this one? Did the Celtics do anything to blow yes. you away? Not in, not in an X's and O's statistical, like let's break that. Let's break down what we saw in the from first mental standpoint. Straight effort and mental, from the mental yeah. standpoint, the, you were, look, Game two, we talked about – I mean, after game three, you talk about there's a little bit of finger pointing, but they kind of kept it together. They knew they effed up. They knew they miscommunicated. They were pretty bummed out. And you're wondering, are they going to be able to just put this past them and come back? And they kind of came through, and and, and they didn't. You know, like Jalen's head wasn't in game four. Marcus was all over the place. They weren't focused at all. It wasn't just energy last game. Stevens, everyone said the other team played harder. It felt like they were still in a daze from game three. So you were worried after losing two straight they'd come out like that too and even when they weren't hitting their outside shots early early I was worried like oh they might get into one of these funks again but they like really dug in so I do think like that was a concern I was worried like this was going to be a do you have what it takes sort of game for the Celtics like they either have the a championship mentality or they don't and you were going to see it tonight and again they didn't play an A plus game but they played hard and that was important so that's the one thing yeah. i learned from this i think that's what's so important for this team this whole yeah. series for the celtics you know and bobby you talk about uh you, you know you're talking about the celtics being the more talented team i think most people know that already i think everyone was going into the series thinking can nick nurse out coach brad stevens the last game he certainly did but this game this one goes to brad it's almost like this chess match between these two coaches keeps going back and forth here and if you ask me it looked like brad stevens took a page out of nick nurse's coach coaching book from last game because it seemed like he was trying to force these guys to shoot. Kyle Lowry took all of his attempts almost uh, throughout that first half from behind the arc, just chucking up threes. That's exactly what Nick Nurse you know, made the Celtics do, forced someone like Kemba Walker to jack up 11 three-pointers in game three – or game four, excuse me. Right. On the, on the Garden Report preview that we did, um, us three guys, uh, Joe Sway and Bobby and Sierra, one of the things we talked about was what the Celtics need to do differently to win game five. I said composure. I thought that the way that they came out in game four, they were still reeling from game three. So to, so to John's point on, you know, did we see anything for out of this game? That was one thing I was looking for is how do they, how do they respond to adversity? Right. And I thought that they came out a team just on a mission tonight to say, listen, game four was a fluke. You know, that's not how we play. And we're not going to, we're, we're going to make sure that we don't come out and do that again. We don't want to be in a position where we're now, losing three straight to the Raptors and now we're on the brink of elimination. So to me, that's what I saw. It wasn't like one player did a 180 on me in terms of, you know, like, like you just mentioned earlier, uh, Jason Tatum still got some things to worry about with Tatum as a player, but the Celtics as a team, I thought they came out and they showed, they showed a lot to me. Yeah. Got that weird, like, Tatum's got this sulky, mopey, weird body languagey thing. He just seems yeah, it's like a thing. He's not a he killer. Can't, he's not a killer. I'll right? tell you what it is. About everything right now, like I don't know, like his, he can't. It, he can't be the ball handler in the series because they're blowing him up on that pick and roll. Like he's turning it over, and Kemba's been in better control. He's been the more authoritative figure in the series, Kemba. and that's he fine. His way out of that. Yeah, and oh man, like this is we saw it against Milwaukee a couple times this season when the Celtics couldn't get anything going against all their length. It's a similar situation here with Toronto. Kemba can just slide in between yeah, all these different spaces, and he's there, and he just right. It's it's and it's, he's it's, he's such a menace for these opposing teams. Like he he's has like been, a wizard out there, man. He's been the MVP of the series by far so far, and game in and game out, he's putting out excellent shooting performances. Fifty three percent in this one. He said yeah. he was going to shoot more. He did. I thought he was more. 
authoritative early in this one, and he, like he's, they don't have an answer for him on the other side. His three point shot was a little lost tonight, but overall, he's he's the guy. He seems like he's the guy out there, right? And, and everyone's kind of th- thinking that maybe Tatum would have taken on that role as the guy, right? But I think it's been Kemba because I mean, this game three performance, even though they lost that game, was unreal. Um, very uncharacteristic game four and. In his defense, he came out and he answered He answered the bell because he knew he had to play a lot better than he did in game four. And when he's in charge, when he's running the show out there, I don't know if Tatum just gets caught watching too much and he can get into his own into his own sort of feel or into his own zone. I mean, he didn't really take a shot until like two minutes left in the first quarter. So he's not getting himself going early on. And maybe he needs to flip that switch earlier on in the game and just kind of get himself into a groove. But um, yeah, just something to keep keep an eye on going forward for sure. Yeah, and off-ball movement's the key. He's got to be active. He's got to find positions in the defense where he can get those shots. That's what Jalen Brown does incredibly well. Rookie Jason Tatum had to do it, and so he did it phenomenally, like 42%. It was a lot of catch-and-shoot action. Defense is different. They were going to address him in different ways than they did back then, but you want to see him get some kickouts from Kemba and play off him a little bit, maybe even run a little pick-and-roll with him. Try to try to free himself better because what did Brad say going into this series? No isolation. That's something Tatum still loves to do. He's tried it, and it hasn't worked extremely well. He loves his pick-and-roll, which he hasn't been able to get either. So he's got to find different ways. Well, let me ask you guys this question. So everyone, you know, you make a safe – you know, this this is what people do. You have two teams that you think are evenly matched, and everybody just automatically predicts six or seven games for whatever it is, or it's going seven. Now, we're at 3-2, so obviously it's going either six or seven. But, like, Bobby, Mm -hmm. why are you so certain it's going seven – because they're like, what gives you a reason to believe the Raptors will beat this? What is it that the Raptors are doing that you think will beat the Celtics? Again, it keeps coming back to the thing. We just has to a piece. It keeps coming back to the thing we say with Jimmy is like each game, every single game, I expect the Celtics to win. I'm not shocked when they lose because Toronto's a good enough team to beat them on any given night, but everything in a vacuum, I don't expect Toronto's going to come out in game six and do what? I'm not sure. Do you what know, the Celtics did. What is the Are thing they capable of doing what the Celtics? Yeah, do? what is the thing you think Toronto's going to do that's going to get them game six and send this to go seven? Well, they should be able to take advantage of the bench unit better. And that's still something like that was their thing coming into the series. Those second units were able to kill Boston. And I guess I can give Brad Stevens a little bit of credit here and that that Grant lineup that he went to again. And I got terrified because it was only 14 at that point. Raptors still could have made a run. It worked a little bit better tonight, and Toronto missed a ton of shots against it. That's some place where you should be able to run those offensive rebounds, get OG on the glass, right. just make a run out of it. You're right, you John. Though, like the, Did you say we? What's that? That's all right. What were you saying, Bobby? I, I like I the sentence that starts with, you're right, John. Yeah, no, yeah, you're, you're right. They're, they're dwindling <laughs> out of options. You see them go to Matt Thomas in this one. And he had a good game. Honestly. Oh, he can shoot. Honestly, Matt Thomas is one of the best outside shooters going right now, right? Yeah. And they need cannot shooting. With, he cannot stay with Kemba. No, no, no. Did you see him in game he one? Was, he was shaking in his shoes. Nick, Nick Nurse God. can figure something He's out, like can't like he? Coach of the Oh, my God. What am I going to do? As soon as he starts dancing. He needs to come in sharp, shoot, 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 shoot. All of a sudden, nine straight points for the Raptors. That's kind of what they needed in this game, and I think they just went to him a little bit too late. I don't know. That's just No, you're I, right. I mean, you, you know. might see him more. You might see him more in game in, uh, in game six. And they, 
<laughs> they mixed up some of those names here too. They've got digger deeper into that bench, but they're running out of options here. They are. They're going to have they're, to stand defensively. Have to play better than Siakam and Lowry played tonight, and they got to dig in defensively. Right. Bobby, the defense is going to be what makes or breaks it for sure. You weren't here when we ripped into Siakam. I mean, what's this guy's deal? <laughs> Siakam <laughs> underwhelms me. He does, and I had him in my top twenty-five players coming into this uh, postseason. Yeah, and I, I might have to take him out because this guy, he, he can't <laughs> lead this team. So you're taking him out because of this? <laughs> yeah, I know. The, post the postseason as a whole. Putting Lowry in. He's shooting like 40% from the field these playoffs. He can't get his own shot. It's a lot of posting up. He They can't get him free for his corner three. And he just seems for, yeah. for a player who's supposedly a star and becoming the star of the Raptors, he seems so limited. Like, I feel like this guy, he's not Giannis in physicality, but I feel like he could be a Giannis. He's a bigger, ball-handling, long big who can, you know, do some activity on the drive. drive and shoot. He can shoot better than Giannis. I don't know what – he just doesn't have carry a big authority on the court, I feel he's like. Kind he, of a, he's kind of a, you know, uh, like a, you know, jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none sort of guy, though. Sure. You know? <laughs> He kind of checks a lot of boxes, but he's not exceptional at anything. Um, right. And right now, you're right. Underwhelming is a great way to put it. Is His game looks, four was great. It looks fine. But again, if you'd never watched basketball before, you'd been in a coma, and this is the first series you watched, Siakam would not stand out to you at all. No, at, no way. No, at no. all. You would not point to that guy and be like, this guy's special at all. You know? Right. But that's like, Jalen Brown has been everything here. Jalen Brown showing that he might actually be a better player than this guy. Yeah. I think he's a perfect kind of example of a player that can just – flourish in an equal opportunity offense, right? Like a high-level offense like the Raptors. That's why I knew he had one great game in him, which was, of course, the last game, the Pascal Siakam game. But, Bobby, you asked me after that game, does Pascal turn it up from here? I said, absolutely not. That's it. That's all he has. And he's going to give you some contri uh, contribution here and there. But if the Toronto Brothers are going to rely on this guy to save the series, forget it. It's not going to happen that way. He's the guy who's going to get going after the other top three guys or the other three guys get going. And he sort of just blends right in. You know, because of uh, double teams over Van Fleet, but Van Fleet couldn't get his touch going tonight, and it was you know between him and Lowry, if they're not going, it's tough. It's a long night. And he let him in. He let him in scoring this year. I mean, that's the thing. That's what's strange about it. You know, right. like he's, he's been their, off since the bubble. He's their guy, and he didn't have a good bubble either. And people were like, "Well, it's the bubble, and they're not playing for anything." And sure, but you, he never, he he never kicked it. He never kicked it back into gear. Watermaker played twenty eight minutes tonight. Wanamaker was their hey, entire holy bench. Holy wow. Let's he give him his two. He was yeah. 15. I know. I knew he did well. 15 points, though. 20, I didn't realize he played that many minutes. He hit a couple threes. That yeah. second quarter was all him, and Brad rode him. He was he was in and out of a lot of Yeah, I was just going to say, second that quarter. second quarter with that, uh, with that lineup that Brad had in there, I loved it. When he had both of uh, also, uh, what was it, Jalen? No, well, at one point he had all three. but before I want to hear some feedback there. from you guys on that yeah, second Kemba quarter lineup. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I still don't love that lineup as a whole with Grant at center and Wanamaker and the shot making help. Tatum hit a couple shots out there with that unit, but I still feel like that leaves you vulnerable against this team's bigs. And another disappointing thing about Toronto in this one, Gasol, like he is just so gone. Like he, it gone. feels like he's not even going to be in the NBA next year. The way he's playing. Well, that right was the problem. Is you had a Gasol had another crap game, but Ibaka Ibaka didn't show up today either. That you know, yeah, and they don't Ibaka have a third option. And they didn't. And, and uh, you know, what's amazing is they just, they kind of went away from those guys. I mean, it, but Abaka didn't, Abaka didn't have an impact game. Uh, you know, one of three, you know, he just, 
three of six, one of three. Right. Uh, and so maybe right. what they do is they make advantage existed last game. Uh, it, it, it completely went away today. You know, Tyson played both those guys combined. Their move might be uh, move Pascal to center and get Matt Thomas out there as a shooter and really chase Boston down to the smaller I'm lineup. I'm surprised they don't go with that. a small lineup like that, but yeah. Bobby, you, you mentioned the uh, the second unit. Um, one of the reasons why you saw Grant Williams in, in there is because your guy, the other Williams, was kind of getting torched on the uh, – on the pick and roll up points in this one. I mean, Rob, Rob Williams did not look like uh, very comfortable on the court in this, in this uh, game five here. Did we lose uh, him again? What a coincidence. <laughs> Can't hear time, him. Every time it gets hot, Bobby just, yeah. Yeah. Nope. Can't hear you, bud. It's, it, your picture you is fine. Right over there. Yeah, whatever mic you're using, I think is a wonky connection because whatever that is, I'm not sure if it's a podcast mic. I would unplug it and go right to right through the computer audio. <laughs> Unbelievable! Every time, here. <laughs> Every time you bring up one of Bobby's points, turn the computer on and off for him. <laughs> Every this time. Isn't he- what what this show is supposed to be about no <laughs> like, yo, uh, give up the headsets man three minutes and 30 seconds on defrost <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh oh, man. I bet you have a little more energy too. but john i mean hopefully we can get okay bob yep you got me yeah no all right, let's. Bobby, uh, last try here, man. This is this is my chance to answer on Robert Williams. So that doesn't bode well for the Celtics going into Game Six. I I, I don't think it's going to because I'll, I'll that was that was, ahead, that, was one, that was one of the adva- that was one of the advantages that the Celtics had in the series is that Robert Williams rotation and on Gasol. And I think what you're going to see the Raptors do now is use much less of Gasol and. Try to run away from that matchup. And this, that's something you give the Raptors credit for in this series is they've rendered Rob ineffective, not having the confidence of his coach. And I still go back to that quote that Rob had after the windmill dunk when we all thought the series was going to be over in four. Sad. He was afraid that Brad was going to take him out at that moment. So there's, there's something there between Brad and Rob that just isn't meshing right now. I think it's a time no, bomb. Listen, like people forget, Daniel Tice has been a professional for longer than – Pretty much put it this way. You need way. two centers, though. You need two. You do, but I you're, get you're, that. It's again, go ahead, Josue. Yeah, go ahead. No, I just want to reiterate the way Tice is playing right now. You have to take advantage of that. And obviously, Robert Williams going to have a short leash. Like, Tice, was it, last year, the injury that ended his season? Like, he is, he was in a really good stride, and he's finally returned to that stride again. And I just think Brad's going to ride him because he's a big Tice guy. He's been, you know, coaching him the last three years. And I just think in this matchup, he's he's been great. It's flew it's flown completely under the radar. I'm, I'm telling you. No matter what, it's again with both bigs. It's a, we always use. I've been using this phrase since the Philly series when it came to uh when it came to uh, uh Cantor. You're always trying to survive those bench big minutes. You're trying to put a guy out there at a at a, at a point in the game where you well, think wasn't he's- Rob something that they were just rocking Toronto early in the series through his minutes. Like we were seeing the massive plus minus numbers with him. It was an advantage. Seeing. Yeah, it was. And Brad went away from it. But I always think again, maybe it's an eye test. The numbers say one thing. Brad's seeing something else. There's he no is. question about it. And he's and he's nervous about it because he sees 
you know, all of the things that Rob Williams does, you know, they, I mean, look at it. I mean, and the, and the, again, the TNT announcers picked up on it immediately. The second Williams entered the game, Toronto's entire game plan is go at this guy, you know? Um, and that's what they did. They, 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 they picked on him and Brad was like, I got to get this guy off the floor. So what do you uh, make of Grant's game tonight? Uh, I'll let someone else go. I thought he was close. I thought he was. Because you need a second guy. So I thought he was, yeah, I thought he was really noticing. Eight, he was almost invisible. You get eight minutes for Rob in this one, eight minutes for Grant. So over, I know they played like maybe two or three minutes together. But overall, you're looking at still, even if you play tight 30 minutes, that's like 10, 12 minutes you're still going to need another center out there. And Cantor's been unplayable in this series. Again, I think so much of this game flowed away during that second quarter when the Celtics just started knocking down shots left and right with that unit out there that it didn't give us a full idea how the bigs are going to stack up when it comes to the bench unit and Grant and Rob and whoever else being out there against Ibaka and who the Raptors are going to have in that second unit. Because, you know, tonight for two quarters, two and a half quarters, it was just garbage basketball. So... There's still a lot that has to be, you know, grinded out when it comes to game six and things get a little tighter as it should. Yeah, no doubt. Um, And I think uh, you're right. I mean, the end of that game, you're not really going to glean much from that. But, uh, you know, uh, Jimmy, how you got us? You got us good? I can hear John. Okay, good. Um, I don't know who else. But again, I don't know. I don't know. You know, this hasn't been that much of a chess match series in in my mind. I feel like the teams have just kind of, Done uh, a little bit. Really? I feel like it's been a huge chess match. I, yeah. I, think, I think Nurse has mixed up his zones a little bit, but for the rest of it is Nick, Nick Nurse is like making up zones on the fly right that's now. That's what I mean. He's, other than, other than yeah, they did the OG in the middle thing tonight, and that actually threw Tatum off a little bit on a his guys. You're you're looking at roughly the same personnel, and I mean the Celtics messed with their rotations a little bit, but it's not like. I don't know. To me, it's like an outside of the zones. I think it's each game has been, do the Celtics show up or not, or which team shows up? What's up, Jimmy? No, I can't hear Bob. Um, so some, what, so what, what, I mean, what do you think he does? What's the wrinkle? What's the wrinkle in game six? I think that small ball thing is going to be what's left in his chest. He's going to go with that. He's going to try Pascal in the middle, shooters around him, dig a little bit deeper into the bench, try to find some other guys to contribute there because – I don't know that bench that bench unit's getting away from them a little bit right now when they go to it and Tice like he's he's dominating the big man matchup again in this one just like he was in that game one we saw a bit of a return to what we saw in game one in this game I feel like and I didn't expect that obviously I said no blowouts all the rest first my predictions to blow up in my face and if the Celtics win game six being crow right here on the post game show so that's okay we we ate uh, Jimmy and I ate healthy healthy helpings of it last year. <laughs> So I, I made the mistake of going through the comments section. Uh, like I promised, what do we got? I would, and uh, no, I mean after game after game uh, four. Oh, last last time, yeah, game oh yeah, you did big time, me. big time. <laughs> I'll tell you yeah, this: I'm with Bobby on that though. The whole second second unit, I, I could see him going deeper into his bench. Oh, Hollis, promised it a good game. I mean, you know, give him some minutes out there, some touches, see if he can you know shake things up a bit. This team is a team that had what 100 points. Off their bench, record-breaking 100 points right before they started their series against the Celtics. I can see Nick Nurse doing that. Yeah, and the problem is for them that Boston's going to stay tight. So if you're running into a Hollis Jefferson, a Matt Thomas, as we saw tonight, they're going to be going against Kemba Walker and Jason Tatum. And 
that probably will not bode well for them. So they are they have limited options in terms of adjustments. Their top line guys just have to play better. And unfortunately for Toronto right now, Marcus Saul does not seem to have anything going for him that we can project will improve. Uh, Siakam, four out of five games now, has been poor. And Kyle Lowry stacking up three bad games out of five now. So things aren't looking great. I expect them to compete. I expect them to be there on the boards. And I expect adjustments mid-game better than here. And, John, your big question of the night is tough to answer. It certainly is. Yeah, I, and that's – What's that, Bobby? I mean, what's that, Joseph? I said I expect them to catch that L. When I was saying it to Bobby in response to Bobby. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, look, it's – again, it's – yeah, it, I don't it, like the overconfidence here. We did it after game two. It's not overconfidence. <laughs> I, I think you nailed it, Bobby. It's not overconfidence. We've watched the Celtics team. We know that you know you know the talent is there, but you know it's not. It's there's not elite to the level that they they, they their shit doesn't stink that they can't be beat. Of course they can. Right. Uh, it's just Toronto. You nailed it, Bobby, when you said it's underwhelming. Like we're talking about Siakam. Toronto is right now is an underwhelming team, and that's really that's the bigger surprise in the series is that Toronto's not more impressive given all of their success and how well they've played against the rest of the league. They look very underwhelming. That's what I'm surprised by. I'm waiting for a different team to show up completely and be like, oh, I get it now. That's that's what that's what I'm Game right. four didn't do it for you? That's they were close. They were close to that point in game four. No, they were. no we went over know. this. They weren't that good in game four. They were we fine. They were in the five. second half, they were phenomenal. And they've stacked up some good second half. So, again, that's why I look at this game. It gets far away from them in the second quarter to the point where the second half doesn't matter at all. And that's so a huge indictment on them. High. That's not an excuse. That's an indictment on Toronto that they put themselves in a position to lose this series now in six. Um, but I'll make the argument if the Celtics had been crisper and executed yeah. in first halves, they could have stacked up 8, 10, 12, 14 point leads while Toronto was lagging. I, 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 I think the Celtics missed a lot of opportunities to create separation. You change that game a bit when you're, you know, when, when you're doing that. And I thought they did that last game is Toronto wasn't playing great at all. And the Celtics just miss, 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 miss that, that game Celtics jump out to a 10, 12 point second quarter lead has a different complexion. They weren't able to do it. They weren't able to knock down shots and it turned into a rock fight and Toronto, you know, uh, just outlast. And you were talking about C you were talking about Siakam. You said Jack of all trades, master of none. That kind of feels like a microcosm of this Raptors team, at least yeah. in this series, right? I mean, what do they really, really do? I mean, yeah, they play good team defense, I guess, right? Uh, but sort of the Celtics. So they're they make need the to extra more pass, that. good team yeah. defense. They get out in transition, but the Celtics are, right. and that's we got a hammer on that. The Celtics counter those things fairly Celtics well. Celtics do those too, exactly. Yeah, so, they, they and, and, play good transition defense. The you know, transition like, defense. That's yeah, and that's, that's a huge thing. You know, that's yeah. a big thing that's messing with Toronto right now. And, so and then, we had a, we had one comment show up right here that said, you know, Siakam's capable of scoring 25, 30 points a game. Well, okay, let let's. Let's see that then. Let, let's see what one, he's Yeah, one of those in him. That's it. This he's, are, yeah. His best game was 21, I think. He averaged 23 during the, during the regular season. Yeah. 
Oh, well, yeah. So when, when we look at those numbers, those are aided by the fact that they're a high possession team. They're going to get a ton of that fast breaks, pile up the stops, and they don't do that here. That transition defense, which Joe Sway has been big on throughout this series, has been everything here. And it's why the Celtics are looking like a nightmare matchup for them because you see Smart getting in front of Van Fleet, stripping the mm-hmm. ball from him. How many chase down blocks did Tice have when guys got behind him on the break? He gets back so well. Yes. Uh, the, yes. the Celtics were the best transition defense in the league this year and it was by a wide margin and Tice Smart those guys are the big reasons and that's the difference in the series right now by a wide margin because Toronto's not getting those buckets which means they have to earn it in half court and they're not doing a great job at all uh doing that you know and their shooting's been just abysmal along with him why why is he still starting I mean don't you think that Ibaka should get the nod over him at this point he must be hurt I seriously think he's hurt I think I think we're going to find out after this series that Marcus All is hurt because he cannot move right it now. It looks like late stages Arvidas a little bit, you know, like like how old is this guy? He's like a yeti, you know. Like well, he was a, he, one year ago they won the championship and he was a critical part. So is that what happens in one year? Yeah, he's got. I mean, Chris Boucher was getting dad pod right, right now. Yeah. Uh, Chris Boucher. Chris Boucher was in concrete every time Kemba Walker. I think Kemba Walker was li- licking his chops. Chris Boucher, missed, Boucher. Chris Boucher uh, missed three layups in a row while we were lining up our shots here with seven minutes to go. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, disaster. Well, disaster for Toronto. And they've made it so hard on themselves to win this so series. So surprising, too. Yeah, I mean, how much more momentum? Again, I, I, I told you, I don't believe in momentum. I think you come out and you set the tone early in a game. And then you, that game determines what kind of role you're on. It's not really what happened yesterday or not. But I don't know how Toronto, like laid such an egg. I mean, I, it was I didn't expect that at all. You know, this was a you had to be tense coming into this game if you're a Celtics fan. You had to sure. think, like, are they? Did they? Did they blow this thing? Holy crap! You know, did they? Are they messed up after blowing that game three? Uh, and I, I'm just so surprised by the, the the how both teams came out in this one. Yeah, yeah I was I'd expecting a tense classic. Yeah, a little bit more, right? You expect that this was going to be uh, a much, much, much tighter game. Yeah, I had no idea how the Celtics were going to. I had a couple of friends text me like, hey, like wondering if if they should bet on the Celtics. And I was like, honestly, you you should live bet it because I, I want to see how these guys come out first. And I think that'll tell the story. And, yeah. and to their credit, I mean, it, they came out the way they needed to come out. You know, they, they put the clamps on on defense early on. Jalen Brown hit his shot, which was, you know, kind of like exhale, right? Because you didn't want him to go in full tilt mode right off the bat. And, you know, they – this was this was reminiscent of game one where they they led from start to finish, right? It never really felt like a game. Yeah, yeah I think the second quarter had a lot to do with that too. Bobby brought that up. And of course, you know, there was a huge uh, difference there. But a lot of that had to do with Brad Stevens going with his big three guys to start the quarter. Kemba Walker, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, they started the second. And that run was really significant in my opinion. And before that quarter even started, he still had Tatum out there along with Kemba Walker. Brad Wanamaker came in and made an immediate impact. So yeah, I mean, kudos to Brad for doing that. Maybe he was worried to, to lose the third quarter yet again, which he did tonight. But of course he created, or the Celtics created the uh, the padding that they needed where it didn't really matter. Yep. All right, well, final thoughts and we'll head into Wednesday. Uh, I mean, thoughts and predictions. So we'll start with you, Jimmy. Sure. Um, you know, before the series started, I said Celtics in seven. Then I upped it to Celtics in six after they went up 2-0. So, I mean, I guess I'm flip-flopping back and forth. I, I'm going to have to say, I think the Celtics come out strong again. I mean, I think they want to, I don't think they want to make the same mistake they made in game three 
where they could have put these guys out and they didn't. And if they did, we're not even talking about a game six, right? You know, the series is over and it would have been a commanding four, one, you know, series win, which is, you know, as about as commanding as you can get at this stage in the playoffs. So um, I liked what I saw from the Celtics tonight. I think they came out, they reestablished themselves as the better team. Um, and I think I'm just going to keep an eye on Jason Tatum. I'd still like to see him sort of go off King mode. And we haven't seen that at all this series. But I'll take Kemba Walker setting the stage, too, because it seems like that's a, the biggest recipe for success. Yeah, and, and as you said, Jimmy, you didn't get the Jason game, but you got the Jalen game. So at least one of those two yep. you know, has to be clicking. When they both are, it's a, it's almost lights out for Toronto. So you you, you haven't had that. Joe Sway, thoughts? Yeah, I think that's what we're going to see, guys. I think we're going to see the Jason Tatum game. I know he went off for, you know, he set a new career playoff, uh, career high. What was it, in game one? But I think he's got a little more left in the tank here. And I think in the second half, that's going to be too much for the Toronto Raptors. This one might come down to the wire. I think it will be a lot closer than what we saw tonight. But I think in the end, the Celtics prevail for sure. I am going to say this real quick before we get to Bobby's final thought. I always find it strange. I, I think there's so many games where the Celtics come out and they have this very democratic offense where they kind of whip it around and whoever's open and, you know, he shoots. But but I, I find it strange where Tatum might play his whole first stint in that first quarter with no shot attempts or, or one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that happens a lot. And I feel like those games, it's sometimes hard for him to get back into it. I think you've got to – I think you've got to get him shots early mm-hmm. to get him in the flow. Um, and, and sometimes they don't, and it is strange. Yeah, I know the rotations have changed a bit now, and he's staying in a little bit longer into that quarter. But those games where he'd come out at the six-minute mark, there are some of them where I feel he had no or one-shot attempt only. And that's strange to me to not try to, to, to get him going. So I, I'd like to see Brad force the issue a little bit there and run a few sets through him just to get that, you know, going a bit. And look, if they overplay him or they're trapping or they're coming out on him, obviously he's got to swing it and move it. Maybe part of that's Toronto's just not giving it. So you take what the defense gives you. But I want to see them force the issue a tad, get him good looks. I want to see him get get a couple of threes, you know, cranking early. But uh, Bobby, your thoughts? Yeah, to continue on that too, I think something I'm noticing with Tatum is that he he's a canter screener. He loves canter screens, and that's something he hasn't gotten in the series. Like I, I see Kemba is a Williams guy. He likes Williams screens. You see the chemistry between them. Smart is a Tice guy. Like each one of those uh, ball handlers, they they prefer one of those different guys. No, yeah. I'm serious. Like they, I think they have, they, have back, they have backsides. They prefer. Yeah. Kemba like, Tice. Uh, <laughs> likes Tice. What is it? Josh Beckett needed. Oh, Kemba Josh likes Tice too. Lester needed a specific. You can't go wrong here. with any three of them. Mirabelli, Mirabelli, yeah, yeah Mirabelli. <laughs> Whoever it was, <laughs> they got options. Oh, and no, you know what's true too. When you run those Grant lineups, you don't have a screener at all. So that that's something you have to consider too when they get into those second units. And that's my key for game two. How will they rotate into that second unit? Will they hit a ton of shots and expand the gap in this one? Because one thing that worries me with Toronto now and what I saw tonight is that Kyle Lowry didn't have the burst, the energy to set a tone early in this game like he did each of the last two. Mm-hmm. And that's where a gap developed early. It was only a 14-point game. But then once you got into the bench units – they hit a ton of more shots and expanded to 20 and 28 and all the rest. So you could actually see a repeat of that if Lowry's not able to dig his fist into the game early in game six. But I feel like the Raptors, I'm just, I've watched them all season. I've watched them all playoffs. They have that punch back, that reaction to them. And I'm expecting them to have at least one more fight in them. Yeah. For me, what I'll say is, um, you know, you never know if they're going to be falling or not, but just to me, value those possessions. Uh, I, 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 the, when, yeah. they, when they have those, 
times where Smart's playing a little loose and he started with a travel tonight, or yeah. you know T- Tatum Tatum's holding the ball too long at the top mm-hmm. of the key and ends up taking that you know super contested three, which again he makes and those are daggers when he does. But just value your possessions because if you put string enough good ones together, I just think it's going to be hard for Toronto to overcome it. When you give them easy outs by turning the ball over or forcing yourself into situations where you have to take bad shots, I think that's what gets them in trouble. And that that to me is the key is just just stay focused on every single possession, one after yeah. the other, certainly early in the game. Because those ones where they can't get out of their own way, I think it's just like you're allowing Toronto to kind of hang around right. there. So That's what happened uh, in game four, I feel like, too. Those long misses. It gets yeah. their fast break going and then forget it. They're all Long misses, fast break going right. Just value the possessions. Get your shots. They fall, they don't fall. But go stay attacking, be aggressive, you know, and just do what they were doing here. Uh, you know, and, and that's what I'd like to see. But um, – yeah. Let's I don't wrap. want the Celtics to fall in love with the three-point shot if it's not falling. I like that they got yeah. aggressive and drove to the hip. It looked like they were finding some gaps in that zone defense, and they yeah. were getting to the rim. Bobby yeah. probably could scientifically break that down a lot better than I could. Marcus Smart but, did a good job with that, yep. Yeah, and I'm sure that we'll probably see some. What's, what's cool. their record when their first basket is a Marcus Smart three? <laughs> undefeated i feel like that's a good omen right he's, he's yeah. been the barometer for this team in this series and he had another good one tonight 50 percent shooting he was a little more in control a little more control because i was a little worried at the beginning and he, he he strung together a really good game so um let's wrap it up the canada bailed on us this game so we don't have the trolls, aren't out there. the trolls aren't out there as you know they're in bed early one thing I we have, is we have to mention. i got a fantasy draft in 30 minutes too so i gotta uh, i gotta do well, some prep you're Yo, <laughs> and they come back in a couple of nights and they start talking smack. Oh man. I'll, I'll <laughs> you know, they will. You gotta be consistent. I want you here all the time. Okay. I yeah. did my best guys tonight. I need your help. Yeah. Well, right. Bobby conveniently had technical difficulties every time we were going in for the kill on him. So we're going to have to make sure that he gets, his... you know, he was like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guys, one thing we didn't mention, kind of one thing we didn't mention that. that we have to mention is that Jalen Brown dunk. Oh, oh my man. god! Shattered OG for the rest of the game I, too. You didn't see him after that. That was like Inspector he was just. Yeah, you're right, Bobby. I he had just, no clue he could get that get that reach. I mean, that was just from standing. He doesn't. It wasn't like he had a running start or anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just exploded. Yeah, that, that was like fascinated him. Oh. That was just all his frustration. That's what cracked me up yeah, because I think OG didn't realize. Like he was like, wait a minute, we're too far from the rim. How did you? Like, he was like, how did you extend that? Like <laughs> good pass yeah, by Smart imagine. to set that up too, right in the flow. Oh my god, it's like that that's and that's where the game blew up. Tice had blocked a <laughs> shot on the other side. Brown throws that down after they hit a bunch of threes and Raptors Fourth gave up. Does that he gets that like I'm gonna I'm gonna dunk this and a couple of times yeah. he goes up and you're like we're, you're way too far. <laughs> yeah. Those times, you know, I was like yeah. dunk this and he did. Go, go gadget arm. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, all right. Yeah, that was so amazing. Doesn't get the reference. Right. <laughs> you get it. Uh, so uh, right, old guy made it. Jimmy, th- Jimmy helped me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, so we're back. Game six Wednesday night. Uh, Toronto, join us. You know, yeah. Come on, dinner's on, on me. Come on, come on. We're, we'll do Raptors. this. We promise. We'll be nice. We won't even win or lose. Okay, you're you're welcome back. Okay, I'll be I'll be wearing all black. Yeah. <laughs> welcome back all um, right guys let's see if we get a seven i think we will i don't know 
for uh, for for Jimmy Toscano, Josue Pavone, and Canada's own Bobby Manning. Uh, we're going <laughs> to. We'll see you guys on Wednesday.